So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. 2 Corinthians 4.18 Hello and welcome to The Well, a spiritual growth podcast from Saddleback Church. My name is Brandon Bathauer, and I'm excited to journey with you into words of truth. Think of this as your own personal retreat. This is your opportunity to spend the next few minutes with the one who saves to find health and rest for your soul. To start, find a quiet place. Get away from all the noise and the busy. Take a deep breath and get settled. If you need more time at any point, feel free to just hit pause along the way. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary but what is unseen is eternal. 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18. How do we fix our eyes on what is unseen? What does that even mean? And what happens to us when we do? Well, I remember vividly going to baseball games as a kid. We didn't have lots of money, so we often had the seats far away from the action high up near right field behind the foul pole. There was so much to take in. The sounds, the smells, the lights, the crowds, the movement on the field, the music, the peanut guy throwing bags to people with their hands raised. There was so much to see. And as a kid, it was easy to go to the ball game and miss the main attraction, the game. But always taken along with us, in my dad's hands, was an old, rugged, black leather pair of bulky Bushnell binoculars. I remember the experience when I first lifted them to my eyes. It felt claustrophobic at first. I couldn't see the crowds or the screens. Things were blurry at first. But then, then it was like I was transported beneath the surface. And there I was, at first base. I could see the cleat marks in the dirt. I could see the stain on the first baseman's shoulder. I could see the sweat lines on his hat. With these binoculars, my eyes were focused, fixed, and I entered into a completely different story. My thoughts were no longer on the noise and the hubbub around me. It's like the sounds changed, the noise quieted, and it's like I could hear the pitchers breathing. All of my thoughts were shifted to the game that was right before me. What I saw changed the story I was paying attention to. We fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. There's a lot that is seen right now. 
Lots of noise and hubbub all around us, grabbing for our sight. Our eyes are trained to be constantly darting from screens to notifications to calendars and alerts. The news, the emails, the recent purchase, all claim to be urgent, but they blind us. We are blinded by what we see. All of these stories, this whirlwind of blinding glare, actually keeps us from seeing the real story, the delicate and intricate work of God's hands, the main attraction. When Paul wrote these words to the church in Corinth, he was trying to help the Corinthians see an unseen reality. It was not unseen because it didn't exist. It was unseen because the Corinthians' eyes were not focused. What you think is the headline story is often not the real story. Headlines will come and go. They are temporary. But God is doing a work right now that is timeless. He is working on eternal things like character, community, reconciliation, creation. No matter how important the stories on the surface may seem, they are not what this is all about. They do not point you to a deeper and more real story that God is writing for your life and mine. Paul says to the Corinthians and to us, forget the things you see that blind you. Set your eyes on what is unseen. Look deeper. Take a moment in quiet. Ask God to help you see what you're not seeing right now. Ask him to quiet all the distractions, to focus your eyes on what he wants you to see. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. 2 Corinthians 4.18 God often does his greatest work beneath the surface. The focus of the Bible is often on the story behind the headlined story, the one that would be easy to overlook think about it. When the Israelites wandered lost in the wilderness, God was forming a family. On the surface, when all hope was lost because the Babylonians invaded Judea and brought the people of Israel into exile, God was cultivating perseverance under trial and commitment to his way. When Caesar Augustus and his political leaders overstepped their political powers by declaring an empire-wide census, God was fulfilling a prophecy of the Messiah's birth. When the religious rulers breathed anger into the crowds against Jesus to the point of rioting, God was making the way of redemption. When the early church was persecuted relentlessly by the culture around them, God was expanding 
and deepening his family. So, take some time to pause and be grateful for the unseen work that God has done in your past. Think about the headlining, easily seen on the surface seasons of your life. The hard ones, the empty ones, the challenging ones, the busy ones, the fruitful ones. Bring two to three of these seasons to your mind. Maybe it was a time of relational turmoil. Maybe a time between jobs where you felt lost. Maybe a time when you were challenged to grow. Maybe a time of failure. Maybe a time of loss. Go ahead, take a moment, bring them to mind. Now, ask God to help you see the unseen in them. What work did he do in this time? What wasn't temporary? What lasting character-level work was he forming in you during that time? What did you learn during that season? What did he do in you that freed you or equipped you to do good to those that God has brought around you? Think about these things, then say thank you. Thank God for his often unseen and unthanked work. Thank him for the love he has shown to you. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. 2 Corinthians 4.18 And now that we have looked for the unseen in the past, let's focus our eyes on the work God is doing now. Again, it is so easy to be distracted to be blinded by all that we see, that we forget the point of all of this. We forget why God has given us life. We forget his calling on our lives. We forget the one who breathed breath into our lungs so we may ever more clearly image him to a world that needs him. We forget this. And so, put aside what is on the surface for a moment job worries, political news, economic turmoil, these are real, but they are often surface. Instead, take some time to ask, what is God up to in the unseen? You can probably begin to see this unseen when you ask these two questions. What is God doing in me right now? And what is God doing around me right now? What is God doing in me? What values is he building or rebuilding in me? What past wounds are surfacing again that he wants to bring healing to? What worries or anxieties or selfishness or patterns is God having me confront? 
What lies have I told myself that God is trying to expose to the truth? What is God doing in me? Then what is God doing around me? What relationships is God breathing his breath of life onto right now? In what ways may God be shifting my life trajectory or my calling? How is God reshaping my context, who my neighbors are, what my workplace is, who my family is? What work is God doing beneath the headlines in his church, in this country, in this world? What is God doing around me? Take some time to ask God to reveal to you the work he is doing in the unseen. Ask God, what are you doing in me? What are you doing around me? Then ask for eyes to see. Father, to you who dwells in unapproachable light, whom none can see, to you be honor and eternal dominion. Since the creation of the world, your invisible, unseen attributes, your power, your love, your purposes, have been clearly seen through what you have made. And yet here I am, blinded by my sight, blinded by all that steals my attention away from the work you do in the unseen. I have eyes, but often do not see. Thank you that you have come to give recovery of sight to the blind, that you bestow sight on all that take refuge in you. Open my eyes. I want to see what you are doing. I don't want to miss it. Help me to join in on the work you are doing in me and around me. In Jesus' name, amen.